You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Feeding Off Each Other. Our podcast where we talk to people who uh, we think are interesting. I'm host. Uh, I'm hosting. Hi, I'm Matt Dennison. Hi, I'm David Wiggins. And uh, Jason Lucas is not in the building today. He's currently shoveling poutine into his face in Montreal. My God. And we wish him the best. But here we are with another podcast. Another one. This time with my boys, Manila Gray. What's up? What's hey. up? Bro, these triggers are hilarious, man. <laughs> the soundboard? So, the soundboard. That's great. I, um, I, I spent some time downloading some new sounds just for you guys, so... You want to surprise us? You want to run through them? Right <laughs> Just one by one, every single one? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll keep it a surprise. Um, going to continue our introduction here. Dave, I think we need to like actually stick to the script now in the future. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think we got we to gotta become professional podcasters. Yeah, I mean, we got to dial in the format. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go in then. Yeah. If you're listening on a podcast app, just know there's a video available on YouTube as well. And uh, don't forget to subscribe if you like what you hear. A um, couple of little housekeeping things. Uh, on the last podcast, we were talking about our fans leaving us voicemails, listeners uh, calling in, leaving us a message so we could, uh, I don't know, give some advice, answer some questions. Yeah, whatever. And uh, we have a place where you can leave a voicemail now. So uh, go to speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable name. Yeah. Porno or porno. <laughs> so I believe it's uh, laypipe.com. Yeah. Speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. Yep. And uh, yeah, leave us a voicemail. We'll, we'll put it on our Instagram as well. If you forget. We're doing the hard thing, doing a podcast, putting ourselves out there. We want you guys, the listeners, to do the same. Yeah. Go to put speak, yourself out there. Speak your pipe. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, another little piece of housekeeping in the last podcast, um, Dave brought up that Germans don't bring their own or they don't get a kitchen yeah. in a rental unit. Yeah. If you move into a place in Germany, it does not come with a kitchen and it often also does not come with flooring. And then you have to purchase it off the person that you're moving in from. And we're all very skeptical, but shout out to Daniel H from Germany for uh, chiming in, sliding into Dave's DMS and letting us know that they do in fact bring their own kitchen. Yeah. Epic. <laughs> and we if, just had to get that out there. If there's other things that you want to slide into my DMs about, like, you know, give her. Um, Dave, you want to do the intro? Uh, I, I, mean, wi- I will. They hardly need, need an intro, but. Fuck. All right. Did you read it? Did you, did you approve it? One. Yeah, I read it. I, wait, there was something in it that I thought, like, you had to read it. Yeah, because you put my name in it. Oh, I thought you would ju- though just, like, oh, insert. I would it out. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I could do that. All right. Yeah, you should do it. You should do it. Today's guests are Juno-nominated R&B slash hip-hop duo from Vancouver, BC. They've toured the world, had millions upon millions of streams on their songs, and recently got back from doing shows in the motherland, the Philippines, with me along for the ride. Nailed it. With banger after banger album, song, and music video, they've just released their latest all-killer, no-filler, not record, it's an album. You can call it a record too. Is it a record? Can you call it a record? You can call it a record. It's an EP. We'll ask what the difference is later because it confuses me. Anyways, it is called Spirits. Ladies and gentlemen, Sullivan and Nico, better known together as Manila Gray in the building. What's up? What's up? Thanks for having us. Feels so good to be here, man. (sighs) Yeah, You guys are professionals, bro. You guys are killing it. This is so good. Hey, let's bring up the elephant in the room right now. What is it? Dave, where's the trip? 
This is Yo, my drip. Don't call him out for that, bro. He's chilling. He's, he's got his, he's got a Cleveland hat on. You, he's, he's you look like right you're now. wearing like your dad's jacket. Like it I, I just put this on five I'm minutes. I'm wearing Matt's jacket? dad's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just doesn't really fit. I, I was actually going to put on the ones chain. Um, yeah. I was going to give so it to you, you but I forgot to bring it. Oh, man. <sighs> I don't think I could pull it off. You know, everyone's got to go in their own lane. I'm the, you know, dorky white boy, so. Cringe. Well, anyways. <laughs> So guys, this is pretty cool because I'm, uh, you know, we're obviously homies. We've been homies for a long time, but this is, we've never done something like this together. Can you turn me up just a little bit? Oh yeah, sure. Can barely hear myself. You guys are, uh, you guys are the true experts on the microphones. Mike, 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 Mike. How's that? There you go. That's that's pretty good. a little softer. Mike, 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 Mike. You want to go softer? No, a little louder. Check. All right. Everyone's just going full. (laughs) Oh, there we go. You're getting everything. Cool. Thank you. Uh, you were saying. Uh, where are we, guys? We are at the Once Co offices right now. We just uh, moved in what two months ago. It's been good, man. Yeah. Finished renovating. Third month. Actually. Third month now. Yeah, yeah. Just getting settled in. Yeah. Feels good, man, to have a space. I mean, we were what working remote for like forever, honestly. Yeah. And it's like now it's like a place where everybody can come in and like get creative. You know what I mean? Because we found out on tour, it's a lot easier when we're all together to work. Because it. Like, you've, you've been there, and everyone's just kind of in sync. But when we get back to the city, everyone kind of just does their own thing. So this spot really uh, kind of cultivates the creativity. Yeah. It's amazing. Ha- have you guys uh, been cutting any records in here? or? Oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, you guys lot. just, like, prepping yeah. the place? We're uh, just prepping the place. Yeah, we just finished the studio. Uh, a DIY. It really humbles you, you know? 100%. One day you're in Manila, and then the other day you're cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> you go from Manila to gray. <laughs> That's it. No, the craziest one was when uh, Saul and I made those uh, sound panels. That was a day, man. That oh, you made those day. things? Yeah, we made those no things. No way. And Zelly. Shout out Zelly. And this place was, was uh, all boarded up when we got here. It was like, I think it was a little speakeasy for, for people. Mind what? you, we're in the middle of, what like, kind of industrial. A, a crazy one. Just, you know what I mean? Like a brothel? Uh, or well, uh, Probably not a brothel. But <laughs> like somewhere to... <laughs> probably, they probably just drag here and Saint karaoke. Some, uh, escorts. I guess. I, I don't want to blow up your spot, but it's a cool address. Oh, right? 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I think it, it needs to be an album name. Eventually. Oh, dude, we're already on it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is pretty cool. There's going to be no same song. Seven songs about it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the J. Cole album. Was it 2014 Forest Hill Drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Great is, album. Yeah. Well, um, Neeks, you were uh, recording like as we were setting up our podcast stuff. Yeah, I was trying to, and then I realized I didn't have any caffeine this morning, so I was like, I'm going to go get some Vietnamese food and get my day started. We're also being quite loud in here. I don't know if cool. you can actually record while we're like setting up all our stuff. I could definitely hear you guys. Yeah, it was my cool. bad. It, was it's cool. it's it adds good. to the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some texture. Textures. Your, your door was ajar, so, I mean, that's a little bit on you as well. <laughs> it's because I didn't want you guys to feel like oh, that we were closed. You, out, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that you're is still invited. Well, now I'm the asshole, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys want to, uh, let's, let's uh, reminisce about our last trip together here in the Philippines. Let's do it. Oh, let's do yeah. it, man. It was, you know, I was actually telling a story that I think I butchered that originally Neeks you were telling about uh, Azel and the car. 
Which one? Uh, when he left the car, um, like the driver hanging overnight. Oh my God. Okay. This yeah, is I a, didn't know about this. This is a funny Please tell story. it again because I think I messed it up. Okay. So basically <laughs> when you're in the Philippines, right, it's not like, it's not like here, you, you got to hire a driver. They, they, they rock with you for like 10 hours. Anyways, first night there, we had this driver and we were like, yo, let's go out. Let's go party, shake some hands, you know, see the city. So we go, driver drops us off, yada, yada, yada. We get through our night. We're all jet lagged, so we're not even feeling it, right? And it's like, it's like 4 a.m., no, 3 a.m. now. And we're like, yo, hit up the driver so that we can go home. Azel hits up the driver. Driver doesn't respond. We were a little tipsy, so he unsent the message. And we called uh, a Grab, which is like Uber out there. And then we're going about our day, wake up the next morning, having breakfast. We get a text message from uh, the person that hired the driver and goes, hey, do you want us to send the driver home? He's still waiting at the club. <laughs> so we were like, what do you mean? He waited there all night. <laughs> like he we've slept been, in the van. He slept in the van, bro, in the parking lot. And we felt so bad, man. We were like, send him home. Send the boy home. <laughs> Feed him. Do whatever it takes. That's brutal. Yeah, it was really bad. Those guys, um, they give you like, top-notch service out there though they really mm, take yeah. care of you 100 yeah. percent. And, and i mean it's not really just you guys like i've been saying that filipino hospitality is next level like, filipino there, people are, are known worldwide for being caring and taking care of other people around them 100 percent, right? man yeah. shout out our people well why is that i think it just stems from like just how you're raised man imagine imagine like growing up where there's like 12 people in the house you know what i mean and it's like your, your parents, your aunts, and then a bunch of kids. So obviously, like, you got to feed off each other. No pun intended. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like you just got to, that's where the, you know, the, the taking care comes from. And it's like, it's a very loving, loving uh, culture. Yeah, and I think it has something to do with, like, the poverty as well, you know? Because it's like, what else are you going to do? Other than just try to be happy and try to see the bright side, I guess. And and the Philippines, it, it's sort of like um, you can have like a really big establishment, like a big um, gated community, and right outside it, it's like the slums. So everybody's kind of mixed in, and um, so I feel like the energy of like the slummier area, like they have to be happy. They have to kind of just forget about it. And that sort of just translates to everybody as well. <clears throat> and everyone has big families, like Nick says. So yeah, you guys, you, you guys just have to be, um, everybody needs to help. I think that's the, mm -hmm. the thing. And it's also very traditional. So everyone's kind of expected to help. And um, I don't know if you know too, it's like the minimum wage is like way lower. So. People are really trying to get the tips. You know what I'm 100%. saying? 100%. Yeah. What is the minimum mm -hmm. wage? Yeah, it's like $7 an hour. No, less oh, than. Less Philippines? Than, man. I think it's... Or, uh, that's Canadian, I guess. $7 Canadian or American? Canadian. Or I don't know. I'm not connected we, to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I just noticed. I think it's like $200 a month. Yeah, it's, some, it's somewhere around $150 a month. Which is crazy. Yeah, well, it's pretty absurdly uh, inexpensive. That's like in gas fees. I mean, yes and no, right? Like when we went, like if you want to have a good meal, you're still you're still paying like 
westernized prices. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you want to have a good breakfast, you're still paying the, what? What do we pay here? Like a $15 for like a Eggs Benny? You know what I mean? Like Where we were at in thing. the city. Yeah. In the city, it's, it's pretty much the same. But price. if you want to go like, if you want to go into like the deeper parts of the city, I'm sure you can get a meal for like two bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Easy. So that was your fourth time playing a show now in the was Philippines? It? One, two. Three. Yeah, that is the fourth time. Yeah. How, how was the trip compared to your previous trips? I feel like it just keeps getting like elevated, you know? The people we meet, the places we play. Um, it's crazy, man. But I think the one that still stands out to me personally is um, our Silver Skies tour. You came to that one. And it was like, it felt like a homecoming, you know? Like, what was that? 2,000 people, 2,000 kids. Where did you play there? At, at Zylo. Right. And it was like, it's like coming, you know, growing up here and... And I used to go back home all the time with my mom. Like we would, she would fly us back home. We got to experience life out there. And it was like, it was like broke. You know what I mean? Like it was like shower, you know, to flush a toilet, you got to take a jug of water and, and like pour it in just so the toilet flushes properly. Or you got to boil hot water to enjoy a hot shower. You know what I mean? So I saw that side of the Philippines and then fast forward to when, Manila Gray started and we started to like, you know, make some noise. We went back home and we got to experience this whole new side of the Philippines where it was like, like glorious and like, it felt so good. And it felt like the music we were making was really connecting with the kids out there. And you felt that at that show. I remember when we first started making music, I was like, yo, Saul, imagine the day that somebody goes and sings your song back to you as loud as you sing it to them. And that was the day we felt that, you know what I mean? It was like Silver Skies, Time Zones. These guys just sang their hearts out, man. And it was like so beautiful. Yeah, that's hard. That's it. That's <laughs> it, man. Um, yeah, the, well, I mean, also, at uh, you played a smaller show, Black Market. Yeah, every time we go mm -hmm. back, we don't really know what to expect. Black Market was the first one where we didn't know to, uh, what, what to expect. We just kind of, this was before management. This was like, we just did it. We bootstrapped everything. You were there. It was just the homies. We just decided to pull up. Before management? This was before Yeah, J-Dub wasn't yeah. No. part of the scene yet? No, we just organized it. Really? It was yeah. me, you, Saul, uh, BD. Yeah. Uh, BD's Azel. photographer. BDT. Um, and uh, homie Cy. Uh, Santos, Andrew Santos. No, no, no. No, that was James. No, no, no. No, that was, no, no, no. No, no, that was the it other. Was just, it was just Matt. It was just Matt. Really? Yeah. It was just Matt. No, that was the Silver Sky when we filmed Silver Skies. Remember? No, no, no. no. We went to Black Market. <laughs> All the trips are blending together now. <laughs> <clears throat> no, Matt was there. Matt, Sai, Zelly, Yumi. Nonetheless, it was a yeah. crazy show too, and people, people show. are definitely singing back to you at that show too. But yeah, we didn't know what to expect. It was like we went there, and it was like uh, I think two hundred cap room, and then it was like four hundred kids, and we went all the way outside, and it was wild. Like we didn't know what to expect. It was our first time back. That and was like, a, the like, first year we met these guys, DBTK. Yeah, who's DBTK? Who are they? So DBTK is don't blame the kids. Uh, they're a brand out there, a streetwear brand out in the Philippines. We met them 2018, and they were just kind of coming up as well. Uh, and we just made a, a great relationship with them. Uh, very, very hyper-creative guys. And then now they have, like, 
collaborations with H&M, Pokemon, it's wild, like, just seeing them uh, on the come up. And now they're the number one, I think, number one streetwear brand in the Philippines. And our collaboration, our first collaboration was actually what started the resale market in the Philippines. There was no resale market when it comes to streetwear. And when we did our collaboration, I think they sold it for $20, the t-shirt. And now it's, dude, I think it's like 300 bucks now. Yeah. Dollars. I think you have that t-shirt, the one that doesn't fit. Yeah, you. I, I took it out of <laughs> the plastic, though, but I know Azel has uh, kept his perfectly yeah. uh, mint. It's crazy. <laughs> you think just he's ever going to put it, it on that aftermarket? No, think I, think, do I, think, I, think, I don't think he'd do it. The DBTK boys gave us a whole bunch of gifts, and uh, I came home, and I really contemplated whether I should open them or not, but I opened them all. Every single one? Yeah, every single one. You're wearing one of the long sleeves that we're dropping with them yep. on the 29th, yeah. I believe. Yeah, this one. Uh, this one's my favorite, man. Dude. Yeah. Fits so nice. Yeah, I really love what these guys do. It's great to have like this circle though that uh, like people creatives just yeah. work hard and exactly pump each other out. Exactly, it's no, really and, cool. And it's really nice to see like uh, just going home now. When I was there, so I grew up there. You know, I left when I was eight, so I, I experienced the whole thing. With I went to school there, and um, like I was in it. You know, what what uh, grades? Uh, till grade three, and then I went to Canada and I had to. Uh, well, the the Timing for school here is different, so I do grade three again. Okay. Because I think it's opposite. Like, summertime there is, is school time here, some shit like that. So you're the smartest in this room, is what you're saying? Basically, I was, uh, yeah. Yo, we went to the same elementary school. I didn't even know. You uh, and I? Yeah, you yeah. and I, but I never saw you. Well, you. I thought you said that we, like, we actually, like, talked to each other briefly. This was grade three, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. All right. How do you know that we... Like we're you looked at the yearbook and we're both in there or something. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. You, you no, I was there grade three and four, grade three and four, and I dipped yeah, in grade five. That's crazy. I don't even remember, man. <laughs> I I uh, I didn't know about you until way later. But yeah, we were. I, I'm pretty sure we we're in the same class, man. So when did we um actually uh like officially meet? Then we officially met in grade eleven. Or grade 12. Do you remember? Like, uh, grade 12. It was at a show, man. Uh, oh, oh yeah, no. Maybe. No, you and I met during volleyball. We played volleyball with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But officially really met, it was, at, it was at this club, uh, Boulevard 22 at the time. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and you were shooting. Okay. We, we had met. But I, I, I had already known Jason. We went to high school together. Right, right, right. So, and then he just disappeared. And I was like, where did this guy go? And he disappeared <laughs> for like three years. <laughs> Where'd he go? No, yeah, we still don't know where he went. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you see this guy? See this guy? <laughs> Number one bullshit guy. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Um, yeah, man. Um, I, I, uh, well, I remember that, you, like, way back, I knew that you guys were rapping. I knew you guys were making stuff, and I think that just interested me. Like, it just it brought me closer to you guys because I was, like, you guys were already like committed to some sort of creative like trajectory so early on. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was, I was just, I think, curious of the process to see, like, how you guys made songs and all that. So as ah. we got closer and closer, like, I was just... You got to see it all. Yeah, learning from you guys, it was, it was really sweet. And then um, I think, like, all, another thing is that you guys maintained that kind of trajectory. And it was never a question whether... It was never a question of, like, if, you know, this dream. It was just a matter of when and timing for you guys. And I think that's what like kept me glued to you guys. That's amazing, man. You know, you yeah. guys were uh, shooting for the stars. 
accomplishing your dreams. And I had my own dreams and we were just kind of like parallel, yeah. uh, doing our own kind of path, but we would, you know, kind of cross and yeah, I remember, I remember your, your old videos on Facebook. <laughs> On Facebook? <laughs> you had some, like, Nintendo, or, like, uh, you did some effects, oh, and yeah. the Cringe. screen appeared yeah, they, <laughs> in front of Jason. The OGs. Bruh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's no, not talk just, about those ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're still up, actually. You can still go on Facebook yeah. and find those. No, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing when, when meeting you. It, it was, uh, I felt like it was the same energy, you know? It, it wasn't a question of if. It was a question of just, like, when it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And regardless, I think we're just artists. Just deep down, you know, we just we just have to create, and um, it's kind of what we live for. And it boiled down to the just the energy too, you know what I mean? Like I feel like we all just connected so well at that time. There wasn't a lot of creatives in the city at the time too, so it was especially like, Richmond. Yeah, like there was nobody in Richmond except us and our little creative team. And I think uh, that's how we all connected, just being from Richmond and knowing all the spots. All the bubble tea places. That's it, man. <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, I've directed and shot and edited many of these guys' videos over the years. Um, Give them the list. <laughs> the list. Well, what was the first one? Ones. I guess ones, youth water, time zones, friends of friends. Silver skies. Silver skies sometimes. Sometimes. Holy Ooh. shit, that's a lot. God damn. Um, yeah. We went on tour. We made a kind of a tour video. Yeah. Yep. Night was code. Awesome. Night, Night code. code. That one was that a was fun a big one. one. That one was fun. We filmed that in what? Singapore. We did Taiwan. That was on, on, the, on tour. Yeah. Singapore, on Taiwan, Hong Kong, Vancouver. Shit was crazy, man. Yeah, we were all over. Well, Bro. one of the comments on that video is like about how we went to nine different countries. I don't know how they that's, even figured that out <laughs> just by epic. looking. That's epic. And, and now you guys are working with many different directors. Let's talk about your uh, newest couple of videos. Oh, yeah. Which one? Again and again. Again with, and again. Uh, Brandon Fletcher. That video oh, yeah, is you, you, sick. you were also on set for Backhouse Balling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was a little part of that. Yeah. yeah, Brandon Fletcher, man. Yeah, yeah let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about Again and Again. Sick song and amazing video. I was Thank super you. excited Thank when you. I saw that one. That one was written after our last, um, after our last Canada tour. Basically, came back and I was like, we keep we we play time zones all the time, right? And we're like, we love this song. It's a dope song, but when you play it so many times, you start going like, fuck, got to do another one. And I always had this like chip on my shoulder, like fuck. I don't know if I could write another verse like that. You know what I mean? Like, just how it comes in. So, like, I made it a goal. I was like, yo, we're going to write something that just comes in right away, like Time Zones does. Right. And then... That's how I felt when I first listened to it. You come in with uh, Island Boys versus everybody. Yeah, it's just straight in. It felt Straight same. into the yeah. pocket. The energy was there. And... It just took off from there. Solid fucking rip. The hardest verse of all time. Yeah, but there's actually three verses... And that was recorded, and we and we well, tested we, we, each we, one of them. Yeah, we tested each one in every city, and then we landed with the verse that's on it right now. No way. Yeah. yeah. Where did you test them? Uh, like we play them live. We tested in Chicago. Yeah, um, Seattle, uh, New York. Actually, uh, like San Francisco. We would do it as an encore song because it's again and again. Okay. So so our DJ Sai he he start um he he start the chant like again. And again, and again, and then that kind of leads up to the to the encore. Um, but yeah, the the music video was dope. 
Um, it all kind of came from spirits. Like the, I, I was pitching Neeks the idea of spirits and uh, basically, you know, we were trying to think of the concept for the next, for the next tape. And we had a bunch, man. We had a bunch. We had this, uh, actually I probably shouldn't say, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways. Well, a bunch uh, of different ideas for concepts. Of, anyway, what, well, what did, tell us more about what you landed on though. But, uh, yeah, spirits. Basically, I just I smoked up a bunch and I just, uh, you know, brain dumped on my phone uh, on the notes. And we want to touch on like destiny and um, being the chosen and uh, talk about our, our, our OGs and, and, you know, our grandparents who have passed, what lessons we learned throughout this journey and sort of the, the, the word that kind of stuck was spirits. And it could be anything like high spirits, free spirit. Everybody has uh, everybody has spirit, you know, and. Uh, but it also gave us an opportunity to go kind of um, play make-believe a little bit and sort of like, okay, what if we had passed away? What if we had, um, you know, we can speak to our grandparents. What advice would they give us at this time, which, which is a lot of pressure, you know? Uh, so I pitched it to the boys. They love it. Uh, and I was, like, really into the darker stuff, like the Grim Reapers and, like, what he symbolizes. And so we kind of... Just uh, put it in, in motion. I hit up Fletcher. I had a meeting with him, gave him a treatment, and I was like, yo, we need a Reaper. We need this green scythe. Uh, we want to do auras because, uh, you know, that's kind of like what's really in right now, like the auras. <laughs> it's like an aura, and there's like random shit on it. It's like, Aries, yeah, you are uh, a very happy person. <laughs> it's just like a picture of a gradient, of a circle <laughs> of a gradient, but people love it. Just um, makes me think about migraines and getting aura migraines. <laughs> Bad vibes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> exactly. Uh, but and we were inspired by this artist named James Terrell. Mm. Um, and it's a lot of gradients, a lot of like circles. And so, you know, we implemented that. And Brandon Fletcher, he's crazy, man. Like just creatively. Like you know his vibe. He, yeah, we should get him on the pod. It'd be yeah. a good one. Yeah, he, 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 he def he's. I love his energy. You definitely know when he's in the room. Exactly. 100%. And he's <laughs> crazy. At like he's crazy. At like VFX and and um, he just has a different eye. So yeah. And he does a lot of the horror stuff as well. So I, yeah. I hit him up. I was like, this this guy's the the director for sure. And uh, and then we kind of just came up with this idea. We had um, these black lettermans on. It's kind of like the spirits uniform. Um, and the whole story is we, we die in a, in a drag race and in a classic Manila Gray fashion. <laughs> and then it's sort of like the fast life catching up to us and the lessons that we learn throughout this journey. And eventually, you know, we want to be able to talk about, um, all the lessons that we've learned in the Philippines and kind of implement it into the spirits realm, whether it be us like meeting, you know, like a funny ass, like uncle who's passed away or something like that <laughs> and mm. it's like we're at a bar or whatever and it's like yeah you know i died uh, i had a heart attack while cheating on my wife <laughs> 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 and it, but th these are the <laughs> but these are the lessons uh, you should uh, implement in your life but uh yeah that's where spirits comes from just um just the idea of uh this uh this life it's either we only live it once or we're gonna live it again and again even if we pass away, we're going to come back and be as man. great as, you know, as we're meant to be. And I think, uh, yeah, that's where spirits, 
the whole vibe of spirits. So you had another music video drop for um, new new style warm up. New style warm up. Also yeah. a great song. Um, you you filmed that really quick with uh, was, director uh, Adrian Purr. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were at, we were in LA for the No Saints tour USA, and we've been we've been meaning to work with the boy Adrian Purr for a long time. We've been homies for a long time, and we we just never got it to line up. It's funny, so he hit us up, and he was like, bro, let's do a photo shoot when you guys are out here. It was only supposed to be a photo shoot, and then, obviously, we're like, yo, let's do a, let's do a music video. So he's like, all right, cool. We'll make that happen. So we did, we did our sold-out show at the Roxy. The very next day, we woke up early, and we filmed that in a, just a, random, just a studio. random studio. It was like three yeah. hours, and then, and then um, like, like maybe three lights and... That was, and a camera. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. That was it. And we had the whole gang with us. We had our girls with us. And we just filmed this, like, really sexy L.A.-style music video for New Style Warm Up. And but I, we, we, we love the process because, like, whenever we work with you, it's pretty quick. Like, just... With running, me? Yeah, running quick? gun. Running gun. <laughs> <laughs> the yes, shooting, the shooting. The, the, editing, the, the, the editing is, uh, is know, three man. months long. <laughs> Yeah, just bada bing, bada boom. You just yeah, make I, I don't think my process is quick, to be honest. I think that the quickest turnaround for a project we'll ever have done is this podcast. We're actually working on a video right now. It's re- set to release in 2025. <laughs> exactly. Facts. Exactly. Directed by Matt Dennison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out the boy Adrian Per, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it was a great video, Crazy, too. Crazy, hard, Thanks, hard worker. Hard worker. Yeah. Finish that. And it was quick. cool collaboration. Like, we, we did a bunch of the art on the, on the video. Like, we, we tagged up all the these yeah. frames and stuff. Uh, it's actually uh, mm. he has a gallery exhibit, and it's it's gonna showcase all that art in LA. It's at the Art Box, and October first. October first, and then he has another one in San Francisco, and he's gonna showcase all the art from New South Warm. Oh, cool! In LA, uh, and San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. It's like, okay. it's like magazines. Super dope. Yeah. Oh, that's that's dope. He made a little little zine. You know what I mean? Z- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm thinking of my lenses, the Rokinon Zine lenses. This is what you're talking about? That's what yeah, I yeah, that, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He, he's uh, showcasing <laughs> that at the gallery. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but, well, yeah. I don't think I'm fully to blame for being slow with the edits because speaking on like artwork in the videos, like I will make my cuts for you guys, like a music video, and like. I think it's done. And he's, then you guys firing come back. He's firing back. <laughs> you yeah. guys come back and you say, uh, it needs more. It needs something extra. And then, and then strikes does some artwork so or, or, you, or okay, you do some artwork and then, you yeah. know, prolong. Okay. Well, here's the question. It's always worth it though. I'm not hey, saying it's a bad thing. So it is worth it. Yeah. It's always worth it. Yeah. Of course. Well, that, that means a lot, man. Keep it one. Keep it one honey with me. You guys ever do like fake voicemails and uh, put it in the beginning of a song? Or they all real voicemail. You know, I feel it's like a classic. Um, like the Drake thing. Yeah. yeah. I think, no, honestly, the only, not even a voicemail. It was, uh, I was, I was writing this one song. It was on No Saints on Night Street. It's called Long Game. And I called my mom and she was at work and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to record this conversation. I was like talking to her like this. I already knew how she was going to talk. So I was like, I'm going to set this up nice. I'm like, Hey, what you doing? She's like, I'm at work. I'm like, no, can like you know, I, I forget what the whole banter was, but it was super dope. But it wasn't an ex. Your, it your mom like, was telling me about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? Why is he being so sentimental over this? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like eating. Dude. I'm on my break, <laughs> bro. It was so funny, man. It was why is so there an funny. instrumental in the background? <laughs> <laughs> why are there luscious chords in the back? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, I think that was the only time, right? Yeah, no. Uh, 
Did yeah, we do yeah, one? Yeah. yeah, we do like little monologues in the beginning, but we, we don't put the radio filter. But the moment you put the radio filter, then it becomes... Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh God. Filter my voice right now. I'll leave you a voicemail. But, <laughs> but you know... We don't have that technology. We do, we no. do get like random voice memos from, from women. <laughs> we just don't use it. We don't accept the request, you know? What? You get random voicemails? Just yeah. Like, oh, you know, like in the... Yeah, in the speak, the same on, way on that you got the pipe. DM about German, same thing. Yeah, email your voicemail at, at matt at ebombworld.com. <laughs> Tell them how much you love them, but you hate them at the same time. You get random voicemails from women in your DMs? Sometimes. Yeah, Sometimes. you don't? <laughs> Even the guy without the drip gets the voicemail? Oh, oh my yeah. First of all, you cut him out of the whole video. He yeah. hasn't said a single word. And when you bring him yeah, up, you, shit you on call me. him the guy without the drip. God damn, bro. I will, as I said, I'm one to talk. I'm usually the most underdressed anywhere we go with when we go film or go to any event. I was the only one. No, bro, in you the dripped whole. out always. <laughs> it's, confidence. it's confidence. Matt wore shorts yeah, to a formal party. That yeah, shit yeah. was hard yeah, we, as fuck. We talked about that on the last episode. <laughs> That's actually yeah, fashion. That's <laughs> well, because I lost my GoPro at this event and I had to go speak with security after and they were trying to find me in the tapes and they were, they were asking me, were you wearing a black shirt? Were you wearing a long sleeve? And I said, I'm the only guy the whole night that was wearing shorts and they found me in seconds. They were like, what kind of tuxedo did you have on? You're like, nope, yellow shorts. <laughs> were they the yellow shorts? No, he retired those ones. Oh, fuck. Those are your, that's your look. What, what? The yellow shorts. We were yellow shorts. That's no, iconically mad. That is actually. What? Oh, the yellow if shorts. I were to draw oh, Matt. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yellow shorts. Yeah, if you were to if do his were to like Simpsons it character. It would, yeah. Yeah. Is it really? It would be the yellow We were shorts. talking about those how. those are like a year old. We were talking about how the shorts, uh, you know, how we play off the shorts at the party. And then I think we came to a decision that you were going to hop in the pool to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be natural. Like, oh, okay. That's why he's wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, my ankles are bone dry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But you're you're so hyped on the on the security cam getting the GoPro. Yeah. I'm very hyped on that. So well, I I used to work a casino security. Yeah, yeah, and right. Yeah, and it does zoom in that. You know all about the eye in the sky, then. Oh, like how man. far? How I, far does it zoom in? It zooms in far. It, it zooms in far. Like I, say the camera was in that corner. Uh, you can zoom into your like, pores. To yeah. your pores. Yeah. God damn. And man. you can like focus and stuff. I mean, my dad cam can do that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's all dad cams at the casino. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just up in the corners. <laughs> you have to be a dad to work in security. <laughs> Wearing this jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one that didn't have a kid uh, in the... Nah, <laughs> tell, tell us about your uh, security job. That, where did you work? Or you worked uh, a couple I, of security jobs. Yeah, you? yeah. Before Multiple. Manila, before Manila Gray, I just did graveyard shifts. Uh, I did casino security, for surveillance, and floor security. Uh, the Steveson one. That one was crazy. I worked at the harbor... That shit was, I have a lot of crazy stories from there. Um, I worked at the airport security as well, um, oh. doing surveillance. So I see, I see all of it. I've seen a lot of shit. Uh, and then at the harbor, when I used to work at the harbor. Well, what's the harbor? The harbor, Stevenson Harbor. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, where all the boats are. It's basically like a trailer park for boats. And uh, they just needed a guy at nighttime to just drive around and keep the peace. This is for the, like, the fishermen? Yeah, yeah, and so you just kind of saw the fisherman lifestyle and, you know, how they lived on the boats, and Stevenson's very old and very, very haunted, and um, it's very eerie at night. A lot of spirits. A lot of spirits, exactly. Uh, I had two, uh, um, there was one time that I was on the, 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 the docks, and I was checking the plugs, all these boats have plugs. 
to get the electricity. So you got to check if they, they melt over the winter or whatever. And uh, one time there was a seal that just came up on the, on the dock right in front of me. This was three in the morning, dark. <laughs> and then this massive like German shepherd uh, shape just comes out of the water and it was just me and him. We were just staring at each other. And I was like, holy shit. What do I do right now? And uh, I think I just, like, I just made a loud sound, um, like, hitting the hitting the, the, the dock. The seal. Yeah. I just started punching the seal. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back in the water. Fist fight. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, this is my territory. Uh, and um, shit like that happens. And um, the craziest thing that happened was I get a call – so nothing usually happens on the graveyard shift, right? Three in the morning, I get a call from the cops, and they're like, yo, we're looking for this guy. He's been stealing bikes in the neighborhood, and he might be around the harbor. So I'm like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to take a look around. I don't see anything, but okay, sure. So I drive back, and then all of a sudden, there's a, there's a shit ton of cops outside the harbor, and they're like, we need you to open this gate. The guy's in the water. So I'm like, all right, what let, me open, let, me open the, let me open the gate. And this guy, November, in the water, swimming around, trying to uh, run away from the cops. GTA 6 out soon. G- yeah. <laughs> yeah, GTA vibes. And I'm like, all right. Spoiler. So we're just following this stars? guy. The, the cops came with the dogs, and um, he gets in the harbor. So he dives into the water. He gets in the harbor, past the gates, uh, underwater. And, and then we get inside the harbor, and we're like, where's this guy? And we just see footsteps on the frost, uh, on the ground, and it's leading up to the bathrooms. And the guy, the guy clocked himself in the bathroom, and the cops was like, hey, uh, we need you to unlock it. And there's like seven cops on each side of this bathroom. They have two dogs. The dog's going crazy. And they're like, we need the security guy to unlock the door. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, guys. Excuse me. Let me unlock the door. And Unlock the door, and then I like step aside, and they just bust the door open. Like, get the fuck down! Get the fuck down! And uh, yeah, it was my uh, big world star moment um, during my security career. And that was during the winter. That was during November. And he jumped in the water. He jumped in the water. I think he got hypothermia. Like the ambulances came, and the first thing they did, thankfully, was put a blanket on on the guy. But um, it was a pretty crazy chase, man. And fucking that never happens. So I'm there at three in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Um, but yeah, I was pretty instrumental to the to the to that case. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah, that's so good, man. <laughs> wow, that's so good. Uh, Neeks, you must have worked the same place as Saul at, uh, same, at one point, or did you guys at one ever, point? At one point, we, you guys I actually worked the same. Yeah, yeah, same it was company? at River Casino, River Rock Casino. And I was a, a car dealer at the time. That was a crazy time, man. Like, looking back on it. Yeah, like, do you guys go to the casino time. much? Never. Never once played oh, any like, games. When you work at the casino, you just, that's where you see, like, the lowest crazy of stuff. the low. Like, you got to, like, look at the guy and be like, do I give this guy a pamphlet? Like, a self-help yeah, pamphlet? Yeah. 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 Uh, you got to be trained for that kind of stuff. Because, like, people be losing their oh, man. Like whole that, life savings. That, that place is, like... Like, even for me, like, when I became a dealer, I was 19 years old. Went through the whole, like, you know, the whole training process, everything. Seeing the odds, seeing all the numbers. But still, somehow, I got caught up because I was like, oh, this is pretty sick. You know what I mean? I can put $10 down and make 30 bucks. 
where else are you going to do that? You know what I mean? So, like, I, w- I worked there for two years total, and it honestly felt like I was working, for that two years, I was working at two different casinos. One as a dealer and one, one as a player. So I would take the tips that we would make and, like, go to this other casino and play there and most likely lose it, you know what I mean? And it was, like, it was just crazy. It's like your mind doesn't know how to, how to understand, like, money never comes this easy, no matter what. You might hit a win. One, there was this one day where I came in with, like, I came in with, like, $40. This was probably the craziest day ever. Came in with 40 bucks. I'm rich, bitch. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> came in with 40 bucks, and I was, like, playing around, playing some, playing some uh, roulette, and then I jumped on the slot machine. The spin cost me $3. I clicked it. First one, I lost. Clicked it again. Second one, bro, I won three grand. Three grand on that spin. So in your I'm mind... Rich, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that one's bro. more applicable. Exactly. Um, in your mind, you're like, holy shit. Where can I put $3 into something and make this much? Right? Bro, the five days after that... So I won the three grand on, the say, the Friday... Five days after that, I went back, went back, went back, ended up losing six grand within the five days because your mind goes, I can make money here. Mm-hmm. And then you lose it and then you chase it and then you chase it more and then you chase it more. And the next thing you know, you're fucking 20 years old with a maxed out visa that you thought was free money because you don't understand paper because they don't teach you that shit in school. And now you got to figure out your life again. You know what I mean? So that's, that's why I believe that the casino is a very dark place unless you have your control. But you can lose control easily because when you lose money, your mind goes, I got to make that money back. Yeah. It's, me- it's meant for you to lose money. Now, now you see money. that, right? That happened to me. But you go to a casino and there's hundreds of motherfuckers. Who else is that happening to? You know what I mean? And it's like, you see that. And you, like, where we work, we got to the point where we were handling the high limit, the high limit players. And these guys aren't the guys that bring 40 bucks, 300 bucks to the casino a night. These are the guys that they make you hand count. I was hand counting 10 grand in $5 bills because they just wanted to be assholes that night. Who, the players? Really? The players, yeah. Like, they would, they would come in, like, say, say they don't like you, right? They'll just have, like, a bag of it's a bag they just of have cash. a personal vendetta against the dealer. Yeah, like, sometimes what? they'll be like, you know what? I want to fuck around with this guy. I want to fuck around with this guy. They make you count uh, ten grand in fives, or if they like you, they'll make ten thousand dollars in fives. Dude, it was fucked. It was mad. Like you're there for like thirty minutes. I mean, it's it's cool because you're just getting paid to count money, but it's like that was like. Is it really because they have a vendetta? To, why? Why? Like, what's the reason why they well, wouldn't like you? What did you do? You made them lose the last time they played at mm-hmm. your table, quote okay. unquote. Made yeah, you exactly. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not up to you. It's gotcha. like you know what I mean. But yeah. To some people, it's like, it's all about luck. It's all about, you know, the aura mm. of the room, the feng shui, you know what I mean? All that shit. And it was like, that was, that was the crazy shit. There was a guy, there was a guy that threw, so you could, when you're playing the high limit room, you can basically get whatever you want to eat. And um, homie ordered like this, uh, like, like a soup. It was like a, a noodle soup, beef noodle soup or whatever. He got so pissed because he, he played, this is like upstairs. Like you, you, as a normal person, you can't go in this room. He got so pissed at this dealer that he flipped his soup over and like, obviously it got all over like the table, the dealer and everything. But like, that just shows you like how much people get triggered and affected in that place, man. Oh my Jesus. And Christ. then imagine working graveyard 
and seeing this shit. And then you got to call security, and then I got to show up, and I got to be like, hey, man, um, can you uh, clean this up or uh, just leave? <laughs> or, uh, Are you dumb? <laughs> can I uh, see your ID? That's the worst when they don't want to show their ID, and mm. they're clearly, like, 18 mm. or, or, sorry, 19. Uh, there's one time, well, you, you start to learn, like, where the cameras are. So when I work floor security, whenever they were being assholes, they don't want to give their IDs. Sometimes, like, you just got to smile, but, like, you can do the the complete opposite action where you're giving them the ID back, and it's like, oh, I accidentally dropped the, the ID on the floor. You go pick up your ID. Stuff like that to sort of just, like, I guess, uh, give back to, I don't know, like, say they're assholes to you, right? Like, They'll be fuming if you don't let them in. And you just start to learn these techniques to piss them off even more. Uh, maybe, like, you know, go up to the side or something and kind of just, like, give them a little shoulder tap, a little hard shoulder tap, and then they'll get really upset. And then our security supervisors are, like, huge, like, six five dudes. And then, you know, if they want to start a fight, then uh, you just call back up and it's all good. Mm. Yeah. But... It sucks. It's like, uh, well, I was 20 when I was working there. So um, it's very intimidating. Like if, uh, say, like a dealer calls us and it's like, you got to kick this guy out. He's throwing a tantrum. You got to like really not deescalate it. Because once they're in that um, mindset of they just lost 10 Gs, mm -hmm. um, you know, like you got to really uh, be able to calm them down. and Because uh, you can't like necessarily drag them, drag them out. You know what I mean? What's the most you ever saw someone win? Win? Yeah. Um, probably like the highest I saw was, so there's, there's di obviously different colored chips, right? The red chip is the lowest one. It's a $5 chip. And then the highest chip is a brown chip and it's a five grand chip. So this guy had two stacks of the five grand chip, which is, what is that? I'm trying to do the math quick. Can't do the math. A hundred right grand? A hundred grand per stack. And he left with the two stacks of the brown chips. Dang. 200 grand. But I guarantee you, bro, like, there's no way that he You're was, You're not like, allowed to, to, to he was, like, uh, up. take the chips, right, home? No, you can. You can. You right? can. You can. But they most likely cash that out, and then they give you your, your paper. I was, uh, I was at a casino once in Kamloops, B.C., and uh, I, was, I was on tour. I was working for uh, B.C. Place, and uh, it was a really small casino, so, like, low ceiling, just a weird, like, casinos are a weird vibe, right? So this one's a particularly weird because it's in a small town and it's just a small casino. And we're sitting there at the blackjack table. I think we're playing for like $10. And some very, very small, very uh, effeminate man walks in holding like a purse. And he's with this really tall, like six foot five, very masculine looking guy. And you're like, this is a weird duo of people yeah. to be showing up at midnight. He sits down, he, you know, pulls his purse over. He puts down, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars, like, maybe 500, maybe a grand, goes all in, wins. Plays another hand, goes all in, wins, does it a third time, walks out, leaves. No was way. That just was gangster. <laughs> so super, and I was like, I bet you there's a gun in that little purse. Like he just, he had the energy of like a tiny effeminate mobster. That's fucking epic. And this, this big guy was like his like muscle. I, it felt like it was just such a weird moment. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? God damn, man. Yeah. That's Sometimes my, that's people my casino have, experience. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you gamble often? D no, no. No, not at all. I, I, it doesn't appeal to me. It's not a good place yeah, to be, man. No. Yeah. I would do, like, I, I can wrap my mind around, like, poker. 
Mm. That, right? that was fun. It's yeah. a game. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a strategy. Exactly. You can randomly lose. You know, it's not like boxing or something but where you can just be the, the best, odds are better, right? You're not playing with with casino odds. You're playing with yeah with hard other people, odds. Yeah. yeah, and the best people win. Like exactly o- over a long enough period of time, right? You're gonna average out and be. A winner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you're saying how you see the people who are like broken and suffering, but now it's so easy to gamble at home. It's easier than ever with like 100%. crypto gambling. 100%. Like there's people yeah. suffering now sports, behind closed. Sports betting. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you guys look door. at it recently, um, Twitch uh, banned uh, live streaming gambling because it was kids that were watching this. It mm-hmm. wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can easily click the, yes, I am 18 and over fucking button on your computer. You know what I mean? There's no like, you have to send your ID or anything. So, yeah, well, which I, is I, which I, is a good thing. Like Twitch, that Twitch did that because, like, I get it. Those guys are making huge, huge amounts of money streaming it. They might have lost, you know, a source of income there. But you're fucking around with like young kids that think it's this easy to make paper. You got to hustle for your paper, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's not easy. I mean, won't they just move to the next website though? Probably. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just talking about the Twitch platform yeah. as a whole. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a huge platform where people. Yeah. It already that. has a. It already has the audience. You know what I mean, guys. Uh, I wanted to uh, learn a little bit more about your your roots growing up in the Philippines because you you talk a lot about like growing up in the mud, growing up in the slums. Mm. Um, yeah, I just want to hear more about that. Well, I mean, like like I I shined some light on it earlier. You know what I mean? Um, but it's it's a crazy place to be because you start seeing life in a different light. You know what I mean? Like my uncles and my aunts. Every day, whenever we'd visit, they'd wake up at, like, 5.30 in the morning, ready to go, make breakfast for the whole family, do, start doing laundry, start doing their chores, just doing everything. It just feels like people there live such a full, full wholesome life, and it makes you, makes you think about, like, the life you live here, you know what I mean? Like, we have, sometimes we have the luxury to wake up at, like, 2 p.m. in the afternoon just because, just because, you know? But there it's, like... They don't wake up. They don't make money. They don't make money. They don't eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just growing up there, uh, you know, from my perspective, I didn't know, uh, you know, the conditions that I was living in just because I was born there and uh, I went to school there. Uh, and it was a pretty big part of my childhood. And I would say the vibe there, you know, it's, 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 there's a lot of struggle, uh, but it's very community-based. My grandpa could go down the street and his barber's there. You know, when I went back home to my neighborhood, Cavite, uh, my grandpa introduced me to all the people on the block. Um, and, you know, my grandma was friends with a lot of the vendors at the market, you know, where she buys the vegetables and the fruits. So it's very community-based. And I think actually that's where I learned, like, the hustle mentality was through my grandma, like, building relationships, connections. So when she goes to the market, she's just like, hey, man, you cool? What's up? So, hey, you can give me a discount? You know what I mean? And she had a bunch of plugs. And I think that's kind of what it where, where, And my mom learned that, and I think she passed that on to me, uh, just building relationships and um, building a network around you. And, you know, you take that and you bring it to Canada. But coming to Canada was tough, man, like, we came here, no money. Like, my parents basically had no plans. I think we had $1,000 uh, that was borrowed and went to the airport. And then it was like, where do we find that apartment? 
and then we made a few calls and my grandpa luckily had a had a homie that took us in for a month and then we moved out into a basement in richmond no furniture just cardboard boxes on the floor uh you know we're having our meals there and then we would lay down all the all the beddings on the floor but i feel like this is sort of where the filipino uh the family dynamic comes in where as long as we're together and we're all kind of okay everything is going to be fine um but growing up there you know i i got to experience the the 5 a.m wake up calls boiling the water you know taking a bath with the boiled water using a thing called tabo and you just you know uh, it's just like a little pail uh sorry a little um bucket Bucket, little bucket and uh uh you take a shower in the morning you go to school by six you get home by 5 p.m uh you do your homework you do you watch your cartoons and then you're doing it all over again and uh we always talk about like what would happen if we had stayed in the philippines and didn't move to canada you yeah know, i'd probably be um i'd be like 50 pounds overweight because <laughs> uh, it's all jollibee and um street food uh the food yeah. there is amazing which is yeah. good but. but it's very humbling just like coming from there and because uh, i got to see i vividly remember like my childhood so i can kind of compare to this day and um you know, I think that's what really pushes me to continue being creative because I, I, I don't know if I would even have the opportunity to be creative if I, if I grew up there. Yeah. Uh, so just coming here, it's it's almost like the the game mode is on easy. You know, you, you go from hard mode to easy and you're you're but the system here is different, you know, so you it, it, it's a different game out here. But over there, it's definitely you can't you kind of just have to do. That's it. You know, there's no strategizing. Um if you're in that environment, specifically like lower uh, middle class, lower middle class, but uh, I grew up in a in a Navy base, or sorry, an Air Force base, um, and in I just, an Air Force base, but yeah, um, so it's an American, picturing like a giant like warehouse building. It's a it's a full base. Uh, you go in and it's gated, and uh, the Americans left it there. Americans used to live they there. They turned it into like, you they, know, housing. They turned it into housing. housing and, okay. Malls uh, and everything. A lot of concrete, I imagine. Yeah, there's no yeah. malls by that area, actually. It's just, uh, it's like a massive base. You go in and there's homes that are kind of designed like American homes. But obviously now they're very, very, um, it's from the 50s or maybe the 40s. And it's just kind of all run down now and they all left and the Filipinos sort of started living there. Uh, but that's where I grew up and I just saw this huge wall every day with graffiti on it and i would always wonder what's on the other side of of this wall and then we moved into the air uh, to the air force base and then i got to see what's on the other side That's epic. but uh yeah we used to we also used to live by um cockfighting ring so uh sorry you cock were, ring uh, <laughs> no, cockfighting oh. ring <laughs> all right. uh, oh my god so you just hear the you know the the announcer like taking bets hear him on the megaphone uh every afternoon my grandpa would go uh you know um gamble a little bit is there still cockfighting um i'm sure, I'm sure there is I'm sure yeah there it's is. like pretty embedded in our culture i've also seen i haven't been to one but i've seen some uh signs in the cities for uh well, it straight up says midget fighting like big we were signs. there uh, and what's funny we saw that and we were <laughs> we were cracking up right and then yeah. we were going out to the club and we just saw all of them by the sidewalk, like 
finish their shift and they're just hyped. They're, and they're just, just homies, like, man. They're just homies all homies. And they're gassing bread, each other bro. up. They're like, yo, we're about to go to the club. <laughs> but take some shots. You see them like, the life, like, like massaging each other and shit. <laughs> yo, great job today. <laughs> Yeah, That's but to awesome. get in the club, they have to stack on each other's shoulders <laughs> and put on a trench coat. <laughs> oh, my God. Put on a fake mustache. <laughs> One alcohol, please. <laughs> <laughs> One bottle of tequila. No, but honestly, I, man, like, it's, it's, it's a blessing to have um, experienced both sides of that life. You know what I mean? Like, seeing that, the, the hardship and all that. And it, it, like Saul said, it teaches you hustle. It teaches you, like play this game of life with the cards that you're dealt. And I think the most you know? beautiful part is now, fast forward years later, you know, um, we are actually seeing right in front of us the changes of, of the youth and the youth culture because through the music. So before Manila Gray, there was no Manila Gray. And so when we started, when we came out with, you know, with Time Zone, Silver Skies, we had the, the, the dyed hair. People saw us wear puffers in the middle of the forest <laughs> and the jungle. Yes, people was there. You were there. You were filming. <laughs> you guys it. were suffering. We, yeah. you almost got us killed for man. the culture. <laughs> Fire ants, snakes. You know. Yep. Um, but we we saw the youth culture literally evolve right in front of us, and um, you know the fashion's different. Music is is uh, now there's a lot of original Filipino music on mm -hmm. the radio that's actually really dope, and you know we're just so happy to be part of. Adding on, onto it, that man. culture, like, you know, and and adding to that, um, adding to that culture of the youth. Because when I was there, when I had left, we didn't have that culture at all. It was a completely different vibe. People wore different things. Um, there was no new musicians coming out, uh, and we used to talk about all the time on how the U.S. every year they have new musicians coming out every year. They, you know, every year there's just a new up and comer, and just now is the Philippines really um, every year there's a new guy, a new fresh guy coming out. And we noticed that it was after Manila Gray started coming out and we started really being unapologetic with the music. And it, I think it gave everybody else confidence to be like, hey, I could do that too. Like how many times have the videos you filmed for us been replicated? You know what I mean? Ever since we In terms of the shots. Are dressing like you now, too. Yeah, just everything, man. Yeah, but honestly, it's all love. Like, we love seeing it. We Like, when yeah. we went back, you, I'm sure you saw, like, how um, developed it is now. And there's a, there's a certain shift in ideologies when it comes to fashion and, and music and um, just the lifestyle. And that's um, the love for the art, bro. If nobody's copying you, you're not doing anything And it's right. even the kids you in know? the slums. Like, it's, it's even kids in the slums. Like, they still want to be fresh, you know? And I think that's all we wanted. Like, um, we promote the lifestyle of just not being bummy. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're, you're in. Like, it's about the energy that you, you, you carry yourself with, right? Uh, so just going back home and seeing that is, like, I think is probably the most beautiful part of coming from the Philippines is being able to go back and implement what we've learned and give it to the culture. I think that's super important for us. Yeah. I'm on our last visit. I mean, more and more people are coming up to you on the streets and people are taking exactly. photos with you. We can't sit in a restaurant without the waiting staff coming out and I lining mean, up for photos. Yeah. Even, I think every even restaurant. The, the craziest part was when we landed and we were in um, uh, grabbing our bags the the manager of Philippine Airlines was like, "Yo, can you sign this for us?" And we're like, "God damn, where's man. our free flights?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's expensive, man. 
Well, you guys, uh, you, well, you just mentioned that you didn't have like access to the kind of music that exists now, but what was originally inspiring you? Because I mean, Saul, you mentioned, I remember you saying years ago, like, I've been hip-hop. I've been hip-hop. For and sure. And it's true, because I've seen the, like, dad cam home family videos of you, yeah, and you're man. wearing, like, the low basketball shorts, yes, and you sir. wore hip-hop. It was, yes, it was the OGs like, what, of the game, Honestly, it's like, it was like the 50 cents, the, you know what I mean? My first album was The Massacre by 50 Cent. And honestly, it, it comes down to me coming to Canada, and and I can't relate to anything, you know? I, I, w I lived in Steveson, and, you know, there's not many Filipinos, and that's how I met these guys because I kind of wandered off into the city and I had met other Fili Fil young Filipinos that were making music. But before that, you know, all I really had was uh, CDs and hip-hop. And my, my Tito, Tito Mario, he put me on to Kanye West. Like, he had a Honda. And he, every time we would go on, like, a, a trip, he'd be like, yo, ride with me. Show me, like, Kanye West. Show me um, uh, a lot of R&B Actually, uh, a lot of Kelly Rowland, uh, Destiny's Child, um, Jamie Foxx. And uh, I remember going to my grandma. She was here for a vacation from the Philippines. And I was like, I need this CD. And it was 50 Cent, The Massacre. And she was like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Why? And I'm like, just, just trust, just trust. And, uh, and I just started studying the game, man, downloading mixtapes. And at that time, like, we were just downloading a, a lot oh, of mixtapes, listening. Man. And it just got us through a lot of, of um, trials and tribulations, especially high school. Yeah. Um, and the fashion in high school, too. Like, we were wearing LRG, Echo, um, Averex. South Pole. Yeah. There's so much cool. Bat Farm, PMB. And it sounds like a lot of the Filipinos that I went to school with. I mean, I, there was a lot of Filipinos and they were always dressed the flyest for yeah, sure. Bro, like, it's like <laughs> but no one understood, you know, no, at that time, um, you know, I got, I got bullied for just wearing dope streetwear and I was like, what are you guys, what Jason, when you want to be, why'd you bully him? <laughs> Yeah, Jason, Jason talks bully, about right? that a lot. He was like, oh, I was so fun bullying. Uh, oh, man. I hate that That's guy. Fucked up. That guy. Number one no, but like guy. back then, man, like <laughs> as as a kid, when you um, when you memorize like a dope Bone Thugs in Harmony verse, you're like, oh, man, that was super cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I, you feel like a million bucks because you memorize this guy's verse. And I feel like that's what led us to this path of music and creativity. Oh, and shout um, out to Much Music. I think that was that was a huge part of our childhood. Yeah. Much, much Rap City, um, uh, Much Vibe. Much that Vibe. Was a, that was a big yeah. one. Mm. Uh, I used to tape, like, all the music videos. I remember seeing um, this one video with T.I. And just seeing, like, the women in it. And I was like, oh, my God. This is the lifestyle oh, I want to live. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, this is man. what I want my career to be. <laughs> Who was the guy? Was it Master T? Was that the guy's name? Do you remember? He got the dreads on Rap City. Was he the VJ? Yeah. 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 I don't know if his name is Master I T. I think it was Master T. Yeah. That was a good time, man. Yeah, that I went through a, a huge time. much music phase too. And then everyone, everyone kind of taps out the moment the French music comes on. That usually, <laughs> that's usually at like one a.m. Yeah, like, or like right, there was the weird shows that I didn't get when I was a kid, like The Wedge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. That was yeah, more what, like uh, indie rock. Uh, yeah. Do you guys remember when uh, MTV2 came out in Canada? Yeah. yeah. That was like one of the coolest channels, man. That was like, uh, was that where Made? Yo Mama. Yo, remember Yo, Yo Mama. Mama? Remember the show Made? Yeah, Made, Made. Made was on there. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I watched that like, yeah. before school every morning. Or they'd uh, have like the like remaking music video show. Do you remember that? Where like no. they'd get a fan and they'd recreate like a Jennifer Lopez music no video. No way. Yeah. That's epic. The craziest one is Pimp My Car and how ridiculous. Pimp My Ride. Pimp My Ride. Yeah. And how ridiculous uh, the, the modifications are. It's like, here, here's, <laughs> a, here's a espresso machine in your car. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, remember yeah, this yeah. guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Master T. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Exhibit, man. Exhibit. Exhibit was like, the What am boy. I going to do with this espresso machine? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like a fish tank in the trunk. <laughs> it's like you're driving down the highway 200 yeah. kilometers an hour, and then you're just like, let's make an espresso right now. There was always a PS2. There was always <laughs> oh, a PS2 yeah. in the car. Yeah. They did a great job at like, um, Fleshing it, uh, fleshing it right into the into the car, though. You know what I mean? I always just assumed the person sold it immediately. <laughs> Probably. That's yeah. what I would have done. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of like malfunctions in those cars. Yeah, that, that was much music was where I first caught on to Nardwar too, mm, and right. still like. Uh, oh, he was on much music. Yeah, 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 yeah way oh, back. Yeah, okay. still like obsessed watching his videos. What do you, What do you guys think it takes to get uh, Nardwar uh, to come and talk to you? I think you got to DM him, bro. You DM Leave him, him a voicemail. I did, I did send him an email one time. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. emailed him recently to try to get him on the podcast. You did? Oh, yeah. Did he respond? No. Uh, <laughs> he responded to us when I asked him to be in How to Be a Canadian or How to Be a Canadian too. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. And at the time, I think he had like recently had a stroke. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, thanks for emailing, but I'm not quite rocking yet. And I think he... Uh, big time no that guy's but that's uh, okay that guy's the true yeah if anyone knows legend. if anyone knows nardwar i think everybody get, knows nardwar no 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 oh, like knows personally, personally knows him get in touch with us we'd love to interview him we love you nardwar talk to these guys please Come be on. epic oh yeah the, oh yeah these guys how do you know that <laughs> yeah. you how did you know about the specific soup that was uh poured on me when i was a dealer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, How did you know about this? Well, we have to know. <laughs> I uh, actually I have one sound from uh, Nardbar. <laughs> oh yeah, is, is that designer? <laughs> yeah. design. No, that's Nardbar. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, man. Back to the Philippines. Shout out the Philippines. Um, Thank you for all. Uh, do you guys remember the first? You taught me. You guys remember the first day you guys met? I don't, first day, like I don't actually boiling it down. Day. Like, I feel like it was, like, at the mall in the food court. I don't remember. It might have been with, with the boy Ross. It might have been with the boy Ross somewhere. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember. If you go man. to the mall, you play basketball, you're bound to meet. But I don't, I don't, this is a long time ago. You guys, like, before you met, were you, um, I guess you were already individually interested in music. Yeah. yeah. I was already. Uh, like, listening to music and just being a music fan. Yeah. Yes. But were you making music? Yes. We were. Individually? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was making music individually, yeah. and then I hit him up for a collab, because everybody was rapping at that time, and uh, just pulled up, made some music, uh, and then that's it. I think we met online, honestly, looking back on it now, because we grew up in nah. two very different sides of the city, you know what I mean? Like, no, we just, I, no, bro, we just met, like, at, like, a recording session or some shit, or maybe, like, I mean, bo- boxing day at the mall or whatever. Like, how, how old were you? <laughs> Uh, f- I think 16, I was grade nine, sixteen, so fifteen. What, is that? what did recording look like at that point? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> computer mic, like yeah. the the stick computer mic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Um, audacity. Shout out audacity. Oh, audacity. audacity. Yeah. yeah. And then you take that. the you take a sock. You take a um um a hanger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that with nylon or something. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you you attach the the hanger to the. I don't know, to the fucking table, I guess. To like make how like a Matt pop was filter. trying to, to fix to that uh, camera. Yeah. 
And then, um, yeah, I remember this one time, this guy, he pulled up and he was like, yeah, I'm down to record. And I, I engineer, so like I record vocals. And at that time, I was just learning. I was 15 years old. And this guy was like, man, you're, the way you record vocals suck. As I'm recording him, and I just kicked him out of the house. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of my How house. How old was this guy? Well, Jason deserved he it. Was he was 18. Bullying you. <laughs> it was actually yeah. Jason. Jason strikes again. <laughs> yeah, so I tried recording Jason. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So you just, you just kicked him out. I just kicked him out. I was like, get the fuck out of my yeah, house, Yeah, good man. for you. Yeah, and then I just recorded myself, and then that's how I became a solo act. nice so you uh, you guys recorded in your bedroom i guess yeah and you uploaded to like sound click sound click yeah Mm -hmm. sound click and then there was a there was a tab there called traditional asian and then (laughs) there was like a chart there was a chart and then there's probably only maybe a hundred people uh using that as the genre so it wasn't hard to get up to the the charts but it felt good when you got to like number five most played but you would go to all the homies and be like, check out the song, play the song. So it would go up on the charts. What else was, was on the, the what else was on the <clears throat> traditional Asian chart? It was just all Filipino hip hop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was huge, man. It was, it was huge, huge at the yeah. time. And and it's all in Tagalog? Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, but we did English. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that something that uh you think you would tap into? Is like including some Tagalog and Oh yeah, we have a bunch of demos right now that we've been working on. Like really exploring that side of creating music, and it's really cool. Some our, of them. our language is uh, is is really poetic. Yeah. So it just works well on on music, especially now. Like with all the new musicians coming out in Manila, you can just hear the evolution, and we take inspiration from that now. Actually, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's interesting because I think it. Um, I had a conversation with a YouTuber in the Philippines, uh, who has trouble deciding whether he should make his content in Tagalog, well, or whatever dialect it is that he speaks, or English, um, because he's alienating his North American audience by doing it in Tagalog, but he says that uh, his Filipino viewers, if they're watching something in English, they think that he's a tryhard. I feel like, first of all, you just got to block all that out. Block it out. If you're creating content, you you can't give a shit about what anybody says, you know what I mean? Because they're that's not really the ones going in to do it, you know. But that is true. That that's really happen. interesting, though, because a lot of the big vloggers in Manila um, are all mostly English. Mm. Yeah. And hmm, it's interesting. Just depends on who's in his ear. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, is this the, mount, so. the mountain biking uh, homie? Uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, Mark. Ah. Yeah, shout out Mark. Should we, Mark should we play one of our games now? Uh, oh, let's go. Oh, man. It doesn't we have to be the other questions. It doesn't have to be the last them. thing we do. We could we could we could quick hit them with some questions. How about that? Quick you want to blast through some questions? Yeah, sure. Let's right. do it. Uh, who are some of your favorite artists right now? And right. at the moment, right now, mm. we're gonna show love to. Right now, well, Kanye's still up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Kanye's super dope. Uh, who dropped recently? What have you been listening to? Uh, I haven't really, uh, I've been listening to a lot of like alternative stuff, uh, like just more old school, um, listening to a lot of Sade, um, oh, just more, R- just more R&B vibes. Um, who else? Uh, you guys want hip hop? Anything. What do you, what do you like? Oh, like, Kendrick. That new Kendrick album was super dope. Super inspiring. 
Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Don Tolliver. Yeah, let's see. Super Clean Future. Oh, Thames. Oh Thames. my God, Thames, man. Yeah. Uh, what about, there was like someone you were playing a lot in the Philippines. It was like some like, kind of like RB song. You guys were like nonstop playing it. Like really? I heard it in Which the bathroom. One? I heard it in the car. Like everywhere I went, one of you guys, either you or like Azelle was playing it. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. It'll probably come to you. R&B song. Might be a local guy. I'm not sure. Probably, but I don't remember. I don't man. know. Anyways. I don't remember. Yeah. Fire. What's the best thing about being in the middle of gray? Uh, creativity. Yeah. Lots of creativity flowing just within the within the gang. Just being able to create uh, freely. I think that's the culture that we made around us. Uh, just to be unapologetic, you know, express yourself, um, and don't hold back. What's the worst thing about being in Manila Gray? Uh, just the, I think it's it's also a blessing, but um, just the actual work, the actual work of running the business, and mm. you know, booking flights, mm. uh, going on tours. You know, it's uh, it, you need to find a balance so you can still come home and not get burnt out. Uh, and you need to find a balance to be able to hang out with fam and run the business at the same time and be creative at the same time. Cause at the end of it, after, lot, all the, after all the Excel sheets, you know, you have to go in the studio and you have to um, make something from scratch. So I think that's probably the toughest part. hundred percent. I'd, I'd agree with that. Do you guys clash when you work? Uh, not often. Not often. But when, when you do, it's like, it's more, it's more like we just want to create something so fucking amazing. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's more coming from a place of passion. Uh, passion. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a, every, every idea is valid. You know, you got to explore every, every idea. You got to explore it quick and, and just see if it works. And then if it doesn't, then you move on. But it's just like when you're in the studio, you really have to drop the ego. It doesn't matter if you wrote this or you did this. If this sounds better being sung by the other person, then that's fine. Like, for example, Time Zones, the hook, I wrote it. Nick sang the hook and it works better. Silver Skies, he wrote the hook. I sang the hook. Uh, it works better. Uh, and then the rest of the song is written together. So um, it's just about kind of dropping the ego and really what, what, what's the best for the song, you know? How do you guys remain such good friends over all this time? Well, I think, like, it's, like, it's the brotherhood that we have built. You know what I mean? It's, like, hanging out with your brother the whole way yeah. through. You know what And I mean? it's also, it's like, like, you guys, like, you know, uh, ones. I mean, but you guys, like, particularly have inspired me to want to be, like, better friends with my other friends because you guys are just so tight and you guys, I've never seen you really clash over, like, the last 10 years, maybe, like, once or twice or something, but nothing ever major. You guys just remain such solid homies. I think it's just understanding that it's, we're not just friends, we're fucking family at this point. And it's, like, no matter what, through through hardship, through happiness, we're just going to ride by each other no matter what, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's the most... That's the most honest way and most beautiful way that you could rock a friendship, you know? It's just a certain bond when you when you have met each other for a long time. That, you know, you guys, Matt, uh, Meeks, um, the rest of the ones, Zelly, Strikes, uh, Cy, like, they're going to be the uncles of my kids eventually. Like, you guys are going to be the uncle of my kids. And I think it's just from the bond that we build from, through art, actually, which is amazing. Yeah. And anytime there's, like, tension, all you got to do is make, make art, and all of a sudden everyone's Everyone's cool, you know? So I think it's like the art just continues to fuel everyone's friendships and pushes each other, too. How do you guys define success for yourselves? So that's the thing, you know? We were talking about that. What What is your success? What, what, defi- like, what is your version of success? And 
every artist needs to ask themselves that because you, you it's either you do you know say you're a musician right you could be cool like people want to do stadiums but you can also be um a working artist that makes six figures and not do the stadiums but do sold out tours everywhere or mm -hmm. for example for us like we're in a weird niche where interesting niche where we have a lot of fans in north america just as much fans as in manila but the way we impact culture there is is crazy it's it's the longevity is crazy and we ask ourselves you know say we don't do rogers arena we don't do stadiums but what is our life uh, what is our life's work and what is our impact to the overall culture and for us like we don't even look at um we just work and we do the shows and it's under our belt and when we, we have a north star obviously of where we want to be but i think it really depends because we might not be doing stadiums but we're impacting a whole culture mm -hmm. because there was no manila gray before manila gray and we're adding everything that we do adds every verse that he drops on a song is now embedded in the ether of culture you know so it doesn't matter what we do as long as we're creating and i think success for me personally is just being able to make money and free, freely create i might not be able to do stadiums but i consider myself successful to just mm -hmm. be able to create and make money off it i think it's just that goal of of being financially free and just doing what you love for the rest of your life where you're not like fuck i hate my job but different like, my job you know what I mean? Like, we get to fucking yeah. be here, be with the homies, hang out. Like, I can see how some people think that you're just, you know, you're just kicking it and having fun all the time. But it's like, it's way more than that. You know what I mean? You're just here and you get to create. And you get to put it out to the world. And, and like, people back home, for example, you know, in, in the Philippines, you know, to them, they might uh, consider themselves successful because they're happy and they're just, uh, you know, with fam and they have a decent job. They're taking care of their their bills Family. are paid and everything's everything's and that, like for example my parents i would could consider them successes because they've managed to move out they've managed to move out of the slums and we've managed to come here and we're here now you know um no more no furniture right so uh and then their their kids are thriving so i think like they consider themselves successful well, I mentioned earlier that it was never a question of if, it was just a matter of when for you. And you were always very specific with your wording, Neeks. Um, and I remembered that you would say, you wouldn't say, if we go on tour, I'm going to do this. You would always word it very specifically when we go on tour. Uh, now that you are actually on, going on tours, selling out shows, do you get performance anxiety or do you feel imposter syndrome up there? No, I would say it's like, it all, it, it all stems from just like... Uh, manifestation you know what i mean and i feel like the our, our group is really good at that and when when i'm up there i i like for i guess i'm speaking for both of us it's like we know we're up there to entertain to entertain but also like inspire and that's like that takes away all performance anxiety it's more like let me enjoy my time on the stage and soak in every minute and mm -hmm. really be here, be present in the moment with these people that paid tickets to see us live. You know what I mean? And it's the opposite, actually. When we go to con to, <laughs> to concerts, we look up and we're like, you get the itch to perform. Um, just when you see someone else perform. And I think it's just a certain, uh, we've always had a theatrical side of us ever since we were kids. 
and it's just this itch to to want to perform and actually what we've been trying to do is every city we should we try to get to know the crowd because every city has a different crowd new york is a little bit more rowdy la is a little bit more sing-along you know san francisco is very hyphy they got the chains and um you know they're they're bouncing and it's a different energy and so what we try to do is like instead of it being an anxiety thing going on stage the flights the hotels that's work but when you're on stage that's actually when you're home and you should be able to yeah. hang with the homies like you're the fans are the homies and the homegirls you know so that's when you get the j you get a little drink you perform you you sing songs together and i think that's like it's just a big hang bro yeah it's and a it's, big it's, hang it's beautiful that it's gone to the point where it's not just a 200 person hang it's like a Thousands, thousands of, people. of people just hanging out in one room for that hour and a half that we're on stage and it's like like we actually feel amazing. more comfortable on stage i yeah. would say yeah it's nice man I, I feel uncomfortable just being at home man I mean, or like I've, seen, know, I've seen you guys before a show you know you you have the stresses of the day and you guys are kind of like anxious getting up there i know you're gonna crush it you go up there you do your thing and when you come off you're like different people you're like oh my god that was so sick yo yeah. i want to go back up there you guys are all like fired no, up man. i mean bro just think about just think about the the dopamine rush that you yeah. fucking yeah. get and, and you black out when you're on stage yeah. like i don't even remember the performance it's a it's we do like an hour and a half on stage yeah which is a long time and it feels like 15 minutes like you mm. we literally just become different people on stage and it's like pure expression and it's there's this once in a lifetime moment where you you zone out but you zone in if that makes sense to mm -hmm. what you're doing and you remember that entire performance but it doesn't happen all the time but when you do feel that you're like yeah. oh my god where's the most memorable show you've played well, the one that, that always, like, I always bring up is the Zylo one. But I think recently that San Francisco one for me was, it was crazy. It was I mean, crazy. It was probably love. New York. When we did New York, sold out Bowery Ballroom. Our first U.S. stop. Yeah. Um, you know, amazing musicians have performed there. And just seeing the, um, the fact that it was my first time in New York and it was for a sold out show. Coming out, not going to lie, you know, I was taking a little bit back with, with how many people were there. But... I think within two seconds, I snapped out of it and I went right into performances, to the performance. And that was like, that was like dealing with um, COVID and finally getting back on tour, getting back on the road too. So it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. You know, that was like, I think third wave of COVID just ended. So you're still in this like weird position, like, fuck, should I be in this room? Well, what, what do you think when, people, you know? when you see us on stage and, and you see, uh, you know, because... We don't. We see a completely different perspective. But when you're watching it and you're filming it, what's your? What are your thoughts, and and how does it affect you? Like uh, your energy when you're watching it. I mean, it's kind of a similar thing. Um, it goes by really quickly because I look at your set list before and I think, wow, this is really long. I'm gonna have lots of time to get lots of shots. And then yeah. I blink and I'm like, they're <laughs> they only have like 15 minutes left. Like they're almost done. Um, That's crazy. Uh, I mean, I I always remember like this one instance in Calgary, I think, and uh just seeing people way in the back of the club where like the speakers weren't very good seeing like just like a six foot two white guy from calgary singing his heart out to silver skies that's epic, <laughs> just like kind of like an unsuspecting character just like fully in the moment like i was like wow this is amazing Bro, really i was connecting um, with like all, everybody everybody yeah. i was yeah. talking to i was talking to my girl the other day about this i was like damn I wish like there was a way for me to experience watching 
our our show live like actually being yeah. part of the crowd it's different when you watch it through the lens you know what i mean like it, it already like adds that filter of the camera but being there in that moment like i wonder if like you know because like when when i go watch live shows like i like getting lost into the show seeing what they're doing blah 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 you know whatever it is but i wonder if i would get lost watching a manila gray show you know well, I mean, it's the same with the music or like even on our side making the videos, like you'll never really know what you create and you kind of overthink like, did I make something good? hundred <laughs> percent. Is it even, Cause you doing a good job? On, on your side, you yeah. see all the clips that you didn't use. You see all the clips that never made it. Right. I say that all and the time when we're making something, like people don't know the thing you didn't make. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You have to like remind yourself, like, cause yeah. you have a thousand different ways you can go with a decision. You're like. They won't know. Exactly. You just kind of got to go with something. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the quote too? I was thinking about you guys talking about touring. Um, I think it was BB King, the um, BB guitars, <laughs> blues guitars. He said they pay me to travel, not to perform. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Mm. No, that's true. The that's shows true. are free, basically, right? Exactly. Like they exactly. pay me to travel. Bro, the, nice. the airport lines is the. the, the <laughs> that's where you lose know. yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the waiting and. Oh, um, we wanted to ask them about uh, what is it bre break. Breakthrough or breakout? What's the uh, breakout. yeah the oh the riot? Oh the yeah, you guys see the riot that yeah, yeah. It's so you guys sad, have performed man. there, right? We've perf we've performed the very first breakout ever, yeah. and it wasn't even at any like venue. It was like at this gallery, like underground gallery, mm. and um, they're actually like really close friends of ours. So it's actually very sad to see um, you know that happen to them because I know they're just so trying their hardest. What what happened? Uh, basically a little baby was sick, couldn't perform, but he was already backstage and then, you know, people were upset that he couldn't perform and then, uh, they brought down some tent and had yeah, a little just destroying ride. stuff. Yeah, just Actually two, I think two headliners bailed. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a I, tough industry, man. Like, like booking acts and, and yeah. throwing, you know, I, I commend them for trying to bring, you know, hip hop here. Not a lot of people are doing that, you know, so, uh, it's just unfortunate that that happened. Yeah, I, I live. It, I live right by there. Yeah. This is a, just What's a your cool. address? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, not your fucking business. <laughs> yeah. um, I live by there, and I, I go for runs uh, at uh, Empire Field, which is yeah. right by the PNE. And so I'm wearing a, a black T-shirt and a black hat, and I'm running by. And as I'm approaching, everyone, I didn't even realize there was a concert going on there. And I see a group of like 20 people, and they're all wearing all black. And I immediately, as a, sort of a self-conscious person, was like. Oh, are they going to think I'm like part of this group? Right. Cause I'm wearing basically all black yeah. and I'm running up and I see some guy like kind of clock me and look at me and he's like, Oh, is this like a guy, a buddy that's going to come join us? And I, I just keep running. And then all of a sudden a whole group of people start clapping sarcastically at me being like, go for your run. And like, <laughs> like my worst, oh my, God. my worst fears were realized. Like, Cause like, you know how you're always like, you have that thought where you think everyone gives a shit about you, but like really no one gives a shit about yeah, you. Yeah. But in that moment, everyone kind of gave a shit. <laughs> you felt this was during breakup. This was like a, a week ago, like last weekend. So oh, the okay. second day of break, it's funny. We were at the first one and it was, it was a vibe, man. Yeah. I saw we someone getting arrested yeah, yeah. right as I ran by as well. Like were you oh dripped out God. at least. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, was wearing all black. Yeah. I was wearing like <laughs> running shorts and like, that's why they went after him. AirPods. He wasn't wearing drip. Oh my Anyways, God. I finished my run and I'm coming back and I don't, I don't see them in the spot. They were in the same group of people. And I'm like, yes. And then I look to my right and they're all just outside the casino there at Hastings. And they start cheering again. Oh, and I was like, mother. <laughs> and I like me. pretended to be brave. And I like waved and smiled as though like I was part of the joke. But I was like, oh, God damn it. 
when I saw the riots, I mean, are they riots? It was I mean, pretty chill. Small, it was, it small was pretty riots. Small. It was definitely not a Woodstock one. It was yeah. small potatoes. But my first thought was, I wonder if the Woodstock documentary kind of inspired, inspired this. Yeah. It had, the people had that in the front of their heads and like, you know, all the shit. Well, heads that was were like, like oh number, man, I missed that. I want to do that. So it had that energy for sure. Definitely. That was on the top 10 of Netflix for like two weeks there, man. Yeah. 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 It was great. I loved it, man. I actually watched uh, the whole Limp Bizkit set in full <laughs> so after that. So good, man. Yeah, it's Bro, crazy. I've been like binging documentaries. I don't know if you guys have watched uh, the Untold series on Netflix. I've watched a few. So good, man. So good. Like, what, what uh, is it? It's just like deep cut uh, things that happen in uh, sports. Mm. Uh, untold stories. Oh, my God. This is hockey one. That, the Trashers? Yeah. You got to watch that one. <laughs> that, yeah. that one's a good one. Hilarious. That was a really good one. Do we, do we have a hockey's back sound? Uh, Man, I, I had us, I had like a, um, dun, 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 but I cut it. Oh, no, no, no. I, I saw it somewhere. I don't know. Oh, here it is. is All it right, freestyle over this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys just want to play some games? Oh, let's rock, Dude. bro. I've been waiting. Okay, so we have uh, two games. One is uh, This or That, which is the game that we normally play. Yeah. But we also have another game here um, that we'll, we'll, we'll save. We'll tell you later. But it's because you guys are the first uh, duo. duo that we've had on the podcast. Oh, so epic. Mm -hmm. New opportunity here to play a new game. Very stoked. But yeah. shall we start with a game or This or That? Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. I'll, I'll be honest. We, we didn't put as much effort into the list as we normally do. But... Uh, We'll see what happens. I did it. How do you play this? What do you game? mean yeah. we didn't? I made a list and then <laughs> and then I went in the oh, okay. in the parking lot oh, and okay. added some things. Oh, and okay. This is what I'm saying. I didn't. We didn't. Fuck just, off. See, we glitch <laughs> all the time. We could learn hey, from you guys. Come on, man. How do you play? It's just this or that. It's this you or that. Choose, gonna, you choose yeah. which one. Okay. All right. We need the uh, this or that music, which I have right, lined right, up right, right here. Oh, god damn. Oh, we gotta turn that down a little bit there. Hang on. Technical difficulties. Turn there you go. All right. Okay, Reset. are you guys ready to play this or that? Wait, who's gonna do the this or thatting? No, we'll both say it. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Ready? Yeah. First one's hard. Canada or Philippines? Philippines. So. This is a timed game. Sorry, what? He's thinking Canada or Philippines. Canada or Philippines. You had to choose one. <laughs> Who are you going to alienate? <laughs> Don't worry. Your life will be, remain unaffected. After I, this. I choose the Philippines. Good for you. Hip hop or R&B? Oh, hip hop. R&B. I don't even know the difference. Ah, I guess I do. Bad hair day or bad fit day? Bad hair day. Ah, oh, fuck. Bad fit day, bro. Bad fit day. Bad fit day. I'll take a bad fit day over bad hair day. Yeah. Crypto or cash? Crypto. Crypto. What was that all? Crypto. Wow. We, said that, we yeah. said that at the same time. Yeah, you did. Jinx. <laughs> Drake or The Weeknd? Drake. Fuck. Drake. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. The no, no. I don't know. I don't they're know. both fucking they're, epic. Yeah, they're, they're both they're listening they're right both now. Epic. So one's choked. They're both epic. Kanye or Jay-Z? Kanye. Yay. Tupac or Biggie? Next question. <laughs> no, I'm not picking between those two. Next question. Oh, we should have <laughs> shots for uh, penalties, like mm. drink champs. Headphones or monitors? Monitors. Headphones. Uh, I got another. Uh, Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. Or, or Rihanna? Mm hmm. Beyonce or Riri? Uh, Beyonce. Too hot or too cold? Too cold. Too hot. 
Really? Wait, what do you mean? Like, uh, if you're feeling too hot or you're feeling too cold, I'd rather be cold. Than I'd rather be cold, so I guess too hot. Late nights or early mornings? Late nights. Late nights. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Walking or driving? Driving. driving. <laughs> of course. I saw that one and I'm like, come on. Who's going to say walking? People like to walk. <laughs> come you, on. People, people they live in New shit. York. They're always like, ah, I get to walk places. You were interviewing one person there for fucking yeah. All right. three questions. You got the correct answer. Uh, silver or gold? Gold. Gold. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Savory. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Horror. Fried chicken or sushi? Sushi. Sushi. All right. Well, that was a good game or this or that. You guys want to play another game? Let's do it. Have you guys ever Let's heard of the it. newlywed game? No. This is uh, our first time playing this game on the podcast, so we'll see how it goes. But basically, here, take the whiteboards. You guys have both. Oh, sorry. <laughs> good thing there's no drink in there. Homemade whiteboards. Yeah, homemade. Shout out, Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Um, and we're going to ask questions. Uh, you're going to kind of... So we're going to put... We'll put Neeks on the spot first. And you're going to guess, we're going to give you a question, say, what do you think is their favorite color? And you got, you, you're going to put what your favorite color is, Neeks. So you're going to guess what his favorite color is. Yep. And then you guys reveal at the same time what the answer is. And okay. we'll see whether you guys really know each other. Got it. Or not. Let's do it. And uh, I guess we'll just like alternate. We have 14 questions here, so we can Ooh, alternate. Okay. Let's do it. All right, let's play. How about some uh, game show music, Dave? Oh. oh, yeah. Nice. Is that royalty free? That's it. Ke- uh, shout out Kevin McLeod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> happy the, happy the, game show is the song. All the YouTubers YouTube. know who Kevin McLeod is. Let's go. All right, let's go. Neeks, you're up first? Sure. All like right, it. question number one. Who is their top celebrity crush? God damn. <laughs> Still on the play? You're writing? <laughs> I'm just trying to like veil. if you get this, podcast, I'm like going to be fucking yes. <laughs> oh, Okay, yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. one sec, one sec. Yeah. One sec. <laughs> There's a time limit here. It wait. appears that Sullivan is doing a piece yeah. of art. Cool. Yeah. Oh, if you get this right. I think Saul made like a web, like, yeah. a, like a mind map. All right, you guys ready? A three, two, one, reveal. He's got <laughs> London Tipton <laughs> and Saul Peter Griffin. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I knew yeah, that I, one. I, th- I, thought, I thought you were going to get that one, man. Really? No, you didn't get the London tip. No, you're supposed to be, wait, you're a celebrity crush? Yeah. My celebrity crush. <laughs> you're supposed to guess mine. <laughs> okay, let's That's try it again. <laughs> That's your celebrity crush? You're a good artist, though. Yeah, no, I just wanted to draw Peter Griffin. All right. <laughs> All right, okay, let's try it. Get yeah, he the I need the eraser. <laughs> Damn, bro, I thought you were going to get that one. Yeah, I was going to get that one. Yeah. Okay, now I have to Google this person. London Tipton. Yeah. What's her, what's Brenda's her? song. Brenda's Brenda song. Brenda's song. Brenda's song. Shout out Brenda Saul from Like oh, Mike, man. Song. Okay, yeah, she, you guys want to, let's do Saul now. Same question. Okay. Same question? Biggest celebrity crush. Yeah, let's, oh, shit. You, you completely messed that one up, so let's try again. Okay, okay. So from now on, no tough. drawings, unless it, unless it's actually the answer. Okay, deal. <laughs> A celebrity crush? Yeah. yeah, biggest celebrity crush. Oh, bro. Oof. What do you think it is? Oh, it's so tough, Just, how I'm looking at it is I'm, I'm picking one that I, Griffin, like, that you, you would know. You know what I mean? Like, don't give me like a fucking random. Like, <laughs> this is, uh, this is, uh, like, this is, uh, OG. Like, I'm looking at this. Newlywed game here, right? We're going to need like a 10 second okay, cap okay. on these yeah, moving yeah, okay, forward, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And reveal. Damn. Ah! 
All right. Say your answers, guys. Megan Good. Mine was Keena Grannis. I thought we were. And Saul, what is the correct answer? Uh, I'd say Megan Good was my first. Megan Good? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Really? She's an actress. She's an actress, yeah. Good, good. All right. You got served. Okay, let's try again. Mm. Um, I think this one that you guys can just answer um, both. Like you can both answer. Okay. Like it's not. It's gonna be like how you intended the game to be played. All right. All right. Next question: Who takes the longest to get ready? Keep your answers secret. No peeking. All right. And reveal. Three, two, one. Here we go. Saul and Sullivan. Oh, <laughs> both Saul. Okay. I thought actually Neeks was gonna get that one. You take longer, huh? Fast as fuck, What boy. takes the longest, the hair? Or like it was actually kind of sus how quick you guys got ready after the, the pool and we were going to go out and you guys got ready in like two minutes. When you're hungry. I don't know what kind of uh, shower you guys took. Well, I was you already wearing hungry. my yellow yeah. shorts, so I just... <laughs> He's got 18 pairs of those, though, so he just swaps them out. <laughs> Easy. The whole suitcase is just yellow Okay, shorts. this one's Neek's. All right, uh, what is Neek's favorite movie? Hmm. Right. I'm gonna go for like a super bad movie. No, no, that's my favorite movie. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite movie too. And maybe that's like my a, button. Maybe um, I feel like it's a movie that I don't even know. I think it's a comedy though. I think it's gonna I be. Forgot what the movie's called. What? Well, fuck. Neeks likes comedy. Saul likes horror. Just put the actor. Mm. Put the actor. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I I know everything. Just, uh, yeah, just draw the actor. Give me a just give me a reference. If my soundboard was still working, I would play your references are out of control. Fuck. Uh, uh, this might not be it, but... Same vibe. This is a hard one, honestly. Oh, wait, hard. so whose favorite movie is this? Mine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, and reveal. I'll give you two options. You got served. Or love don't cost a thing. Or love don't cost a thing. It's kind of the same. I feel like Stomp the Yard is basically the the same movie. It's the same movie. Yeah. No, they're very different. The same (laughs) template. They're very different. The same (laughs) night and day. Okay, wait, wait. I think you guys got to like show the camera next time. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Like show show it like next time, just like straight up show it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're working out the kinks. We're working out the kinks. Okay. Let's do uh, one for Saul now. Okay. What's something that Saul could eat every day and never get tired of? <laughs> 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 they both seem to know what the answer is. With we we got to get this one, bro. This it makes no sense if we don't. Flip right, it. Three, two, one. Chicken? Oh. Oh. Nick says chicken. Oh, like. Says sushi. No, chicken. Chicken. It had to be. I thought it was chicken. You've been. Yeah, it's chicken. Saul's been on this, like, uh, on meal meal prep for the whole year, and he's been eating fucking pounds and pounds of chicken. Yeah. So I thought he was. Actually, chicken. Wait, so when I asked that this or that, chicken or sushi, what'd you guys say? No, it was actually, like, the question was, what can I eat every day? Yeah. What am I eating every day? Okay. I'm eating chicken every day. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Wait, so technically, you can eat it. Dude, that's every, where yeah. it's very literal. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, okay, let's do one for uh, Neeks now. All right. Dude, we, we have gone zero? Zero. We, we have, fuck. Zero. Close, though. You got like a point five on the movie. All right. All right, Neeks, here we go. <laughs> uh, what is, what store has the biggest charge on Neeks' credit card? What oh store? God, bro, really? Oh, fuck. Biggest charge. I'm thinking like a I'm single transaction. I'm gonna say like the Gap. Yeah, they're oh, Gap. Oh, 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 Navy. Definitely no, no, Gap no, no. guys. Yeah. No, you gotta get this one. The drip at the Gap is just. Okay. Wild. Oh yeah. Biggest, maybe uh, maybe Urban the Planet. Big, like where where I spend a lot of my money. Yeah. Shopping. 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 Yeah. Like, yeah. 
right. All right, here we go in three, two, one. Reveal your answers, boys. Neek says LV. I had LV, but and I, Saul I, I says Pokemon Store. Pokemon <laughs> Store. What? We gotta get one, man. No, I put LV and I erased oh. it. And I erased it. You didn't know whether Neek spends more at Louis Vuitton or Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I, I would honestly, say they're, they're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, he was right. Holy smokes! Depends how shiny those Pokemon's are. Exactly. Yeah, no kidding. All right, you guys want to do it the other way around now? What? So what is uh, uh, the store that? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Saul has the highest credit card charges on. See, my version of this game would be going okay. a lot faster because we just get both answers simultaneously. Yeah, it's... Here. We're learning. We're learning. What store? Dude, how are you writing this faster than I am? We got to get one right, dog. Fuck. Music's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy. Ready? All right, guys. Reveal your answers. Three, two, one. <laughs> Did we get it? All right. Neek says the weed store, and Saul says I don't go shopping. How am I supposed to guess no, that? that, that that's dog? true, though. I mean, I don't go shopping. I buy weed. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. On, and you put it all on credit? That's uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> e transfer. <laughs> we got to get one, bro. All right, um, let's do one. This is together. Who drives the worst? Mm. Just gonna replace um, this song. I think I know the answer here. You're gonna, you're gonna find another one? Oh no, this is a good song. I like this song. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like Mario Party. It's got that energy. Yeah, I love it. Whoever, uh, if you guys match answers, you'll get a golden star. Oh fuck, get it right. <laughs> get it right. You guys only have like 10 coins All jokes, right now, all jokes, all jokes. All right. Who drives the worst? Here we go. Oh, he's, he's drawing get something right, again get here. Right, get right, get right. I think he's forgetting Come this on. is primarily okay. an audio format. Uh, <laughs> the majority of this is going to be listened to in a car. Yeah. But he's, ready, ready. he's ready. doing his All right, art. here we go. Three, two, one. Neek BD. says BD. And <laughs> Saul says me. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Saul. Probably drives the worst because he's got the uh, biggest like glasses mm. prescription. Mm. So uh, you know that that puts him at a disadvantage. I'm, I'm sorry, BD. I'm sorry, BD. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're driving that close to the next person in front of you, and I'm in the whip, I don't really like that, man. All right, one more one more question for both of you. Whose idea was it to start making music together? Mm. Can't say both. Ah, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I knew he was going to say both. <laughs> He's just trying to, like, get around. He's trying to, like, bend the rules. Yeah, Neeks, I know. You know. He doesn't play by the rules. Never that. All right, here we go. And three, two, one. Neeks says Saul, and Saul says Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Destiny? Yeah, uh, no, I haven't met her yet. The stripper, number five? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, get her on the pod. She actually hit us up. It's like, you should uh, make music. <laughs> you guys should be great together. <laughs> I want to dance to your music. <laughs> All right, another one for both of you. What is their repeat, repeated word or catchphrase? For, for both of us? Yeah, like you guys can say, well, I mean. Okay, okay. We're okay. running in Dave's way now. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> We're not really finding out whether you guys like know each other. We're just kind of yeah. just throwing Play answers out. Now. So yeah. it's not truly the newling wed game. So yeah. go easy on us in the comments. Okay, guys, we're 100%. learning. Ready? Right. Yeah. 
Mine's and Neek says, "Okay, we back. Okay, we back." Is it flex? And Saul, what does that say? Um, come on, come on, or grip out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Can you give us a good grip again for the soundboard? Grip out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's do one. In, let's do one individually now. Okay, let's do Neeks now. What is Neeks' biggest fear? Oh my god, we're never gonna get any of this right. <laughs> All right, hold up. Oh, no, we got to get, we're getting this right. We're getting this right, for sure. For sure. I feel like it's going to be like something sure. like about the forest or mm. like for bugs sure. or something. Heights. How confident are you? I'm fucking confident. We're I'm pretty confident. Right. Okay. Hit okay, three, here we go. Two, three, two, one. Reveal your answers. Neek says rats and Saul says ghosts, ironically. <laughs> Damn it, man. <laughs> it's true though, right? Well, it's rats. Spirits now streaming. <laughs> you're, you're like Batman. But ghosts, ghosts are scary. You're like Batman because he's scared of bats, but then he, you know... <laughs> Is he? Uses, yeah. Is that facts? Yeah. Oh shit. That's why he became Batman. He, you know, he uh, took on faces fear. One of us. Fears, one of yeah. us. All right. Uh, okay, uh, let's do uh, this one for Saul. What is Saul's most secret guilty pleasure? Ooh. It's no longer a secret after this podcast. Did I write secret? Yeah. Fuck, did you copy man. and paste this one? Uh, I don't remember. I did a Google for newlywed oh, fun so did, questions. So did I. Yeah. I had to go through hundreds to get these ones. Yeah. I like this. We should have more duos on. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we could play it amongst ourselves, too. <laughs> we, you should, we should play Me and Jason should do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, sure. Leave me out again. No. <laughs> well, you can run it your way then, you I'm know? I'm just kidding. That's hilarious. Okay, well, we've known each other longer. No, right? We'll get to I, see I, if we actually know each other. That'd be fun. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. I don't even have it yet. I feel like this is gonna be a lot of dead air. Yeah. Just cut it closer together. D- Dave says that his friends are no longer listening to the podcast. You guys think he's gonna listen? They're gonna listen to this oh, one. They're gonna love this one. They're gonna. I think this one won him back. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Dude. Yeah, you guys don't ride mountain bikes, so they're gonna be stoked. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Or they might hate us. Either way, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Neeks says Tim Tam's coffee dunked. That's a guilty. You can't copy it now. <laughs> <laughs> and Saul still hasn't revealed his answer. What is it? It says anime. anime. Which is not really a guilty pleasure. It's yeah, not really is, a secret. It has either. to be this really. one, right? Like yeah, the, the, yeah, it's the Tim Tams uh, Dunkin' Coffee. Shout out Tim Tams. That's it, bro. Delicious. All right, we got. It's like I know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> we got one, we got one really more here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, this one's for Neeks. What is Neeks' favorite non alcoholic beverage of choice? Oh, dude. Yeah, it's Please, me. man. Come Please. on, guys. We need one match. This is it. This okay, is the let's do it. Okay, flip it. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, <laughs> one of them said monster yeah, and the other yeah, said ginger true. ale. Neek said true. monster, Saul says ginger ale. It's ginger had, ale, right? Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's fuck. I was like. I thought I had that. He knows you better than you know yourself, Neeks. That's it. But ginger it. ale or monster? It, it's one of the. It's one of the other. Yeah, it was right. It was right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Well, it? that was the newlywed well, game. Now let's do three questions of uh, how well do we know Matt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> you guys got questions? No, you you gotta come. Give us some questions. Wait, wait, here, how well do you, you know Matt? This, Matt? Oh, how how well know do you know me? Okay, yeah, Matt, sure. Yeah, go for it. And then, okay. and then we'll no, no, no. You gotta just like both answer. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Oh, they both answer, yeah, and then you right. confirm. Yeah. Okay. We can give him a question. Okay, wait. Now I got to bring this music back. I just closed my window. <laughs> Any excuse to bring the music back. I love it. Um, Jeez. How about favorite movie? Oh my 
Driver. Favorite movie. Yeah, favorite movie. I definitely talk about this a lot. You just said super bad. Well, that that's not actually. Oh, okay. It's, I love it. It's a hard question. This is. Yeah. I I, I count it as the movie. I've seen the most Ooh. is also my favorite. Fuck, Ooh, if that's the case, this then is, there's some trash. I'm shooting in the in dark mind. here, bro. I'm shooting in the dark here. Okay. All right, here we go. Reveal. Boom. Uh, hangover and <laughs> Saul says Matt doesn't watch movies. That's it's true. Accurate. That's very true. It's accurate. Hey, I got better. Uh, what movie? Dumb and Dumber. Was... Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that's, oh, a good, yeah. that's, that's a good answer. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, how about what store has the biggest charge on my credit card? <laughs> You guys are just gonna roast me or what? What's going on? I, I have a guess. I have a guess. I'm gonna say mine out loud. Well, wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. After, wait. okay. Don't influence our answer. Okay, wait, 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 Dave. What do you think it is? B and H photo. That, that's what kind of what I thought. Oh, but I don't shit. know if that's oh, true. Shit. Uh, mech or Trek? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got bars, fam. Uh, wow, you both said mech. We got, no, we, we like Mountain Co-op. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, no, it would yeah. be the uh, Yellow Swim Trunk Store. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Yellow Swim. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, Yellow no, Swim Trunk Store. Pro- it's it's what probably like B and H. B and really? H photo. Probably. I mean, uh, nothing to do with bikes at all. No, I, mean, I usually get those sure. things yeah, given he, to me. He's, spon- he's sponsored. Yeah, ah, super sponsored. Super sponsored. Ah. Um, hey, hey, yo, Trek, tell me what's good, bro. I need a bike. What's up? How about a top celebrity <laughs> crush? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, one. you don't even know. Celebrity crush? Uh, it's going to be like an animated character or something <laughs> weird. <laughs> celebrity crush, but man. This is Lisa hard, Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got one. Okay, good. You do? I got one. I got one. You won't guess. Can you okay, just give me like a little bit of uh Yeah, give us a th- hint. Yeah, a hint. Um right. I got it. It's a woman. Yep, okay. <laughs> ah damn. Uh, <laughs> all right, you gotta go um, back gotta go back to the drawing no, board. No guess. No, 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 no hints, man. All right. What what kind of industry are they in at least? Yeah. Is she an uh, actress? Yeah, actress. actress. Okay, okay. The, honestly, I was only ever thinking of the actresses. adult industry. <laughs> never, I never even like crossed my mind. Okay, I'll, I'll say it. my guess in a second here. Okay. I, I mean, I have a few. I mean, but who doesn't? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. All right. Neek says Angelina Jolie. Holy. And Saul says Hockey Night in Canada host. <laughs> what? I was going to say Margot Robbie. Oh. Margot Robbie. Oh, oh she's nice. No, I was, I was, I'll go with Aubrey that? Plaza. Oh. oh. Fuck. Who is that? I got you. Wow. You and Mike both love Aubrey Plaza. Well, she's an asshole and I like that. Yeah, she ah. is. <laughs> ah, yes. Sorry, Aubrey, if you're listening. Okay, let's do one more. Uh, what, it. What's it going to be? You choose. Uh, ooh. Okay, this is... Um, who's, uh, who's Matt's favorite musician? Oh, man. Okay. I, yeah, sure. I got one. Yeah, okay. I usually have a go-to for this when people say, who's your favorite band or something? Besides Manila Gray, obviously. Oh, besides oh, Obviously. Oh, well, there goes my answer. Oh, you guys are both erasing your answers. We're all going to say that. I thought it would tie up the episode nicely, and we could have just all patted each other on the back. I don't know. I thought so, too. I thought that's where we were Fuck. going with that. I mean, you could still write it down and be right if you want. <laughs> okay. We could still tie this shit up. All right, everybody forget what that just right. happened there. We're going to go in three, I think it's going to be a, one. another picture of... Boom. 
MG. Kaz. MG. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you guys got one. You got one. <laughs> come on, bro, come on. Come on, man. All right, boys. Well, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. All right. I think we should uh, save those whiteboards and play more. Yeah, I think we need to Thanks make it. Thanks for turning it around on me. I think we need to make um, it more uh, auditorily engaging, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's tough. It's yeah. tough. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for coming on to feeding off each other. You guys feel full? Yes. Thank you for having us. That was a vibe. What do you guys think of the title of our podcast? I love it. I love it. Good. It's cool. It's cool. To you guys at home listening, thanks for uh, thanks for being here with us. And subscribe if you haven't already. Find us on YouTube. Get the sound right. Oh, my God. Find us on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, or Deezer. These nuts. <laughs> or wherever you listen to your podcast. But why do we even say this? They're already, if they made it this far, they're already listening. They don't care. No, they might not be subscribed though. That's or true. Maybe they saw us on YouTube and they're like, oh, I like to listen on my commute. Oh, it's on Spotify. Sick. Subscribe, goddamn you. Yeah. And uh, leave us a star rating or review. And, uh, if we see some funny reviews, we're thinking of. Um, we're going to read them. Yeah, we're going to read them. Yeah. And uh, finally, leave us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And that was, what was it? Uh, Speakpipe.com. Sp- speak speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other matt at ebombsworld.com <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys that was fun this is one of the most impressive interviews i've ever experienced in my life if you like the podcast drop uh i like it a lot in the comments <laughs> hope you had fun we're no zane low or nardwar or uh no, that was a vibe you man. know any of those legends out I, there i think this is our first podcast um ever so Survive. Survive. Thanks for having us in your uh, studio here. Best of of luck with all the future projects. See you on the road. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Fucking done. Love y'all. Bye bye. Nom 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 nom. We do that every time. Nom nom nom. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.